Following Saturday's spring game, head coach Kyle Whittingham spoke with the media. Here's what he had to say coming up next on Locked on Utes. You are Locked on Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody, welcome into a special Sunday bonus episode of Locked on Utes. It's good to have you here. My name is Austin Facer. I'm your host, the smart aleck, opinionated, enthusiastic, blah, blah, blah. You know, the guy, the guy who does the show. It's good to have you here. This isn't something that we usually do, but I felt like it was necessary. I promised I would do it on Twitter as well. And I'm a man of my word. I've got to do it. So again, thanks for tuning in uh, on Sunday making the time out of whatever it is you do today. Um, the day's yours. Enjoy your Sunday, but thanks for making Locked on Utes a part of your day and your first listen every day. Locked on Utes is free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including here on YouTube, uh, which is where you can see my pretty face. So if you're listening to the pod, uh, would really appreciate it if you hopped over to YouTube, uh, subscribed. That'll give you the notifications whenever I post a new episode. And it's just good for the show. It's, we're building a community here. I think that's uh, that's the big thing. So I promised yesterday after showing the full video of the uh, players' reaction, the players' thoughts in the, uh, in the media room, you know, after the spring game, that I would show what Coach Whittingham had to say. It was a little bit long, so I couldn't include it with, uh, with yesterday's show just due to time constraints and all that. He talked for about 12 minutes afterwards. Um, I think everybody in the media room, myself included, did a really good job of covering the bases, asking a lot of questions that I'm sure you as a fan would like to ask Whittingham at this point in the season. Um, obviously, you still got a lot of time before the Utes, uh, season opener at Florida on September 3rd. But uh, I, I thought everything that Whittingham had to say was really valuable. So I'm just going to play the entire thing right here on this bonus episode. First, though, we got to pay some bills. I want to thank uh, our sponsor, Athletic Greens. They've got a product I use literally every day. Here's the, here's the truth. Here's the reality. I'm getting up there in age. I'm going to be 30 this summer. That's terrifying to me. And I'm starting to pay for a lifetime of incredibly poor eating habits. I need more energy. I need more gut help. I need gut health, excuse me, more life, you know. And Athletic Greens is the product that's doing it for me. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you get 75 high-quality high quality vitamins. You get some minerals, some superfoods, probiotics, something called adaptogens, which I have no idea what it is, but it's great. It makes me feel good, and it starts my day off right. Here's the thing about Athletic Greens, too. It's got less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, none of that nasty, yucky stuff you don't really need. It costs you less than $3 a day. It's an investment in your health, and it's cheaper than getting a coffee or whatever it is you feel like you have to do. And just to make you feel even better about buying Athletic Greens, for every purchase you make, Athletic Greens donates to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash college. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash college. 
Take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Here we go. Here's Coach Whittingham following the spring game. Uh, good competition out there. It was a great way to end spring football. Um, we really had an excellent spring. We were able to stay healthy for the most part. We got a few guys banged up out there today, but we don't believe it's real serious. Um, a lot of guys making plays today. Great to see uh, Jaquin and Jackson and Bryson Barnes get extensive work. Thought they made the most of it. Um, young players played well. I mean, Jaden Lover showed a little bit of what he's capable of. Uh, Landon Barton, uh, Justin Medlock, uh, the two young defensive ends, Jonah Ellis and Conroe too. I mean, there were some, some real good things out there. We've got a lot of uh, promising young players. And uh, we need to springboard this now into the summer conditioning program, which starts first of June. And uh, that's the next phase of uh, getting ready for the season. And so it's going to be critical that we work hard this summer and uh, position ourselves, uh, you know, for fall camp uh, with strength gains, uh, speed and strength gains throughout the June and July. That's what the June and July are all about is, is with the weight coaches and uh, training and, and getting bigger, faster, and stronger. So questions? Kyle, obviously you're going to go back and watch the film, but do you feel like just from watching it live that you have a better idea of who the backup quarterback's going to be? We'll have to dissect it. I, I, we will have a better idea. I, I couldn't tell you just what was, you know, just by uh, observing it firsthand out there, but, but I thought they both did some really good things. Uh, Jaquinta Jackson has really made a ton of progress since he's got here. He's really uh, starting to become a, a guy that uh, looks like a quality quarterback. And, and then Bryson Barge makes a big plays too. And so we want to <clears throat> hopefully uh, have a pecking order going into fall camp. But if it's a dead heat still, then it's a dead heat. You know, that's not as critical as uh, trying to figure out your number one guy. You know, it's critical, but not as critical as that. So we know Cam's our guy, and uh, we just got to continue to work those guys behind him and see what uh, see what happens. Uh, Nate Johnson's coming in. He won't be here until June. He's another guy that's going to be in the in the mix for that. So so we'll have it sorted out by the time uh, we need to in fall camp. But it's really. Uh, Big positive is that Cam Rising is our guy. We got an all-conference, first-team all-conference quarterback uh, coming back to lead us. So that's a, a huge positive for us. You talked about Cam. It was it was one drive, right? But um, give us give us your thoughts on just how smooth that went. Very smooth. He was sharp. Uh, I think you saw Bailey catch a couple balls from him. Devon and him have really started to develop a, a good chemistry together. Uh, we had two or three receivers that didn't play today, um, and we have three or four two, three, or four that are coming in this summer that uh, will add to that group. And so, uh, but what Cam did was was exactly what we had hoped and expected. Came in, engineered a, a touchdown drive, made it look easy, and uh, that was his day's work. You know, we knew that was planned. It was going to be a one series and, and then let the other guys play. What does that do, having a player like Devon Bailey emerge and providing that presence on the outside? What does that it's do? Big. It's big. It's big. It's, it's big for Cam. You know, so you got a guy that... Uh, is uh, you know a guy that had great chemistry, and that's not to say that that some, you know so we is another guy that, uh, that you know Cam and, and him have uh, a good uh, rapport uh, with one another as far as on the field, and so you know if Devon can stay healthy, and if he can continue to uh, you know make the plays that he made all spring long, just just carry that over into fall camp and into the season, he could have a big year for us. Obviously, he's got great physical tools at 6'5". What, what kind of advantage does that give you on offense? Well, big advantage when uh, you go up for those contested balls and 
and he's not only 6'5", but he's got great body control. It's one thing to be 6'5", and to be able to be, go up and, and outmaneuver people for the football because your athleticism is at such a high level as well. That's a, that's a great uh, combination and a great weapon as a wide receiver to have that size and that acrobatic ability. And uh, he's got great hands. He, doesn't, he hardly ever drops a ball. But uh, his challenge has been to uh, stay on the field consistently and stay healthy. And he, he was able to do that all spring, so that's a great start with that. Seems like there's a higher maturity level with the, the freshman, Jalen Lowe, and the rest of the guys. You just talked about their willingness to work in the off season. Um, what does that what does that do for you in the program? Well, first of all, it shows their maturity by being able to take care of their academics and get it done early. You know, that doesn't uh, everyone's not able to do that. So they had the, the wherewithal and the determination and the drive to uh, get that finished and, and join us early, which is a huge advantage. You, you know, get an extra semester of schooling and uh, winter conditioning and spring football uh, prior to your true freshman year is uh, is a gigantic advantage. And so those guys, have all, all those freshmen that came in early, uh, Carson Tabaracci, uh, Lander, Justin Medlock, uh, Jalen Glover, uh, and there are one or two others that I'm that I've, uh, not thinking of right now, but Tyler Kanak from Brighton. But but uh, it's such a, a big advantage and. And where we are with linebackers and losing Devin and Nephi and needing that position to develop, it was huge for those three guys, uh, those three linebackers, to get in here early and, and get started on the development. Time out. Really sorry to do this. I've got to pay another bill here. I want to thank our sponsors, Built Bar. Built Bar, you've probably seen their billboards all over town. I know I do. I live in Sugar House, so when I drive on I-80, get on I-15 to go downtown, I see Built Bar billboards all over town. You've probably seen those puff bars, the, the, the things with the marshmallows. These things are ridiculously good. It, but here's the thing. You might think Built Bar, oh, they're just a protein bar. This is something that's healthy and doesn't taste good for you. Not true at all. Here's how they do it. This, these bars are made with 100% real chocolate. They've got some crazy good flavors. They've got churro. Churro? What? Churros are candy bars or protein bars. What's going on with that? Coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. You're going to love this stuff. They're not only good, though. They're good for you. Somehow, they blended 100% real chocolate with some kind of ancient recipe to throw in a ton of protein in there. There's very little carbohydrates, not a lot of sugar, I don't know how they do it, but at Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, and then they figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every time. Here's an offer I've got for you. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 and get 15% off your order. Again, that's LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. One five gets you 15% off. Sorry about that break. Let's jump back into the rest of Coach Whittingham's comments. Kyle, back here. Um, week one of spring ball, we talked about how it was time to focus on each player's fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Now, spring game, it's over. Spring is over. Um, do you think that you guys got what you wanted out of spring camp when it especially comes to those fundamentals for each guy? Without a doubt. We saw virtually every player in the program get better fundamentally and technique-wise, and that's what you'd expect. They're out there 15 practices, and so if you're not getting better, then, then uh, there's something you're not doing right. But uh, we felt like we got that accomplished. 
<clears throat> that is always the objective in spring football, well, nearly always, is, and the primary objective is to get each player fundamentally and technique better than, uh, than uh, you know, when we go into the season or into the spring ball. And we came out and we feel like we did that, as well as uh, you know, get some separation at some of the positions, you know, to be able to get a pecking order that really uh, can carry in fall camp. What's your thoughts on the uh, status of the defensive secondary? Uh, were they re where they need to be, or what, what work I needs to be done? I think we will be. I really believe we will be. Fabian Marks and Samaya Vaughn still not with us. Clark Phillips wasn't out there today. You know, he's a little bit banged up from spring. Nothing serious. But all those guys will be ready for uh, summer conditioning on June first when everything gets going. And so I think in the in the final analysis, we're going to be pretty good in the secondary. Uh, Cole Bishop you know, is going to be a, a heck of a football player for us. Marjorie Huber didn't play today, but he had a great spring. And so I think that we've got uh, plenty of, of talent back there, and we just got to get those guys to come together and, and uh, gel in fall camp. So we, there is no easing into the season. It's down to Florida in the swamp game one, and so it's not like we have the luxury of, of uh, having things develop and, and going through some growing pains early in the year. We've got we've to be ready to go right from the get. Offensive line has seen a variety of players playing across different positions. How confident are you that you're going to have your starting five set when fall camp is around? Very confident. We have, uh, right now, we've identified about eight guys that are absolutely ready to play that were with us in spring. That doesn't include Jaron Kump or Paul Miley, who was not, they were not available in spring football. So we think we're going to have a solid 2D, 10 guys that we can count on, and we'll have those front five uh, playing together right from the onset. And uh, we were getting, a, we were getting a much more of a head start than we did last year. Last year we had a lot of injuries up front, guys shuffling the deck seemingly every every day, particularly in fall camp. And so if we can stay healthy, I think that uh, that old line can be ready to roll and be very productive uh, in game one. You talked about Michael Mokofisi as one of those guys who stepped forward. Is he part of that plan? He sure is. You know, him and Keaton Bills. Keaton Bills played his best football this spring as well. And Satala Lamea, those three guards right there, uh, are absolutely ready to play for us. Johnny Maia did a nice job moving to center and uh, really is, is starting to solidify that position. Braden Daniels is going to find himself at the left tackle spot. Falcon Kamatule had a, a really good spring at right tackle. Now Jaron Kump will be back uh, this fall, and that's a position he's played. So, again, we feel like we're going to have 10 quality guys with, with a couple guys extra uh, that are going to continue to develop. So we... We'll probably travel eleven or twelve offensive level. Kai Cope had a pretty good day today. He did. We talked about the way he played. Yeah, he's continuing to come along. He's uh, he's a guy that uh, has a lot of upside. He's got a big body, six two plus, two hundred and five pounds, and uh, really a, a physical receiver. And he's smooth, and he's got uh, very good hands. And so he's he's made steady, continued progress since he set foot on campus. And he should be ready to help us out this one. Coach, do you have any um, special plans to watch the draft next week with some guys? Yeah, going down to the draft. Uh, Devin, uh, they invited, I guess, 20 or 21 guys to the uh, to the draft uh, to be there in person. And uh, each of those players get, you know, eight or ten invites that they can bring with them. And Devin has invited myself and uh, Colton Swan as position coach to come down. So we'll be with Devin down in Las Vegas uh, on, uh, was it Thursday? Thursday night, yeah. How excited are you to just kind of see where Devin lands? Very excited. Yeah, I remember we had the conversation this time last year. Uh, what his plan was, well, I guess until earlier was in January last year, but but uh, and I can still remember everything he said, everything he laid out, 
as to the reasons he was coming back, what he wanted to accomplish, what his goals were, and he checked every box. And to see that come to fruition and have him be positioned right now where he is in the draft uh, has been a, a, a real testament to him and who he is as a person and a competitor. And uh, you talk about a guy that had a vision, had a plan, and followed it to a T. That's definitely What do you think he should follow his you know, best case scenario is inside the top 10. Uh, most likely scenario is probably 10 to 20. And I, if it's, uh, if you know, I don't see him going past 21 or 22. That's my own opinion uh, as far as the uh, first round goes. The football side of spring is over. Now it's on the administrator side with the transfer uh, deadline of May 1st. Uh -huh. What kind of activity do you expect to see in the next few days? With that? I'm sure we'll have some guys that enter the portal. And uh, sometimes it's... Uh, a mutual decision where, where we feel it's better for them to move on and they feel that that uh, they can probably get in a situation where they can play sooner and so uh, the portal is not always a bad thing you know if you have guys enter it sometimes it's it's a plus for both it opens up a scholarship for us and it, and it gets them at a level of play that uh, they may, may be better suited for it. so that's that's something that uh, you're right the deadline is may 1st uh, you can still transfer, obviously, but uh, for immediate eligibility, you got to be in there by May 1st. And so I would suspect that we're going to have uh, a handful of guys that go that route. Is the hair going to stay through the washing? Say that again? I was going to say, is the hair going to stay through the fall? I don't know. What do you think? Depends on what my wife and my mom say. But, <laughs> but uh, you guys can, we can pretend you have a say. I'm sure I'll, I'll get, uh, it'll drive me nuts here in the next little while, so we'll have to get rid of it. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Cool. A lot of good stuff there from head coach Kyle Whittingham. Um, I know I was just really excited to see the youths back on the field. Uh, it made me really disappointed to realize we had still an entire summer to go and a little bit of the fall until we can see the team on the field for the first time in Florida. Uh, I probably won't be making that trip, but I'm going to enjoy watching on television. We'll have all the reaction coming up for you um, when that happens. But before that, we've got the NFL draft. As Coach Whittingham mentioned at the end of his presser, he's going to be joining Devin Lloyd in Las Vegas. Devin Lloyd is slated to be an NFL first-round draft pick. That's going to be really exciting. So here's what you should do right now. Here's what I would recommend. Make Locked On NFL Draft your second listen now. Locked On NFL Draft, they're going to get you ready for, 20, for April 28th. They've got all the inside analysis. Ryan Tracy, my guy, uh, Eric Crocker, former NFL cornerback. They're bringing the NFL life to NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and a look behind the curtain at NFL front offices like Locked On Utes and everything on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. We'll see you tomorrow.